What's going on, Canes fans? This is 365 Canes Football. I'm your host, 365 June. I'm with my co-host, one and only Steve-O, TDD, 365 Steve-O. Yo, what's good, y'all? Um, good, good. It's, it's bowl week. Yeah, B-O-K State. I mean, it's a good one we got here. This is the only bowl that is outside of the New Year's Six with two ranked opponents. That should be, you know, something to look out for as far as the uh, public. But as far as Canes fans, I mean, we got a lot to be excited for. We're going to see uh, what this team is, is, is about right now. We're, we're forgetting about the loss against North Carolina or trying to. Some of us have, some of <laughs> us haven't. <laughs> but uh, no, we'll, we'll never forget. We just got to move past it, but you can't forget it. As long as the team forgot it, uh, they'll they'll definitely be fine heading into this matchup. What do you What are your thoughts? Just initially, you know, getting the bowl, cheese it bowl, um, the Orlando Bowl versus yeah. an opponent like you know Oklahoma State. Uh, it's kind of low key, it's like a similar story to 2016. You know, the, the, it was then called the Russell Athletic Bowl um, when we played West Virginia, who it, you know was from the Big 12. Um, so I do expect you know that type of hype to you know be reachable. We, I mean, after that win in 2016, you know, it kind of felt like okay, like the program's you know getting somewhere. Right. So I feel like if we could win another one of those, even though obviously we expected an ACC championship uh, mm-hmm. game opportunity. Um, but if you're looking from that perspective, you know, eight and two, then, you know, you win your bowl game against a ranked opponent, you know, finish this, you know, year nine and two. If it was a regular season, you know, when we're playing, you know, some cupcakes, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, an 11 win team. Um, so I would look at it very happily, especially knowing now that King's coming back. I, I would definitely look at this season as, you know, a success. Yeah, that news broke over the holidays. And um, again, we hope everybody had a happy holiday was able to see family at least, but, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. For sure. Happy New Year coming up. Uh, yeah. Happy New Year. This will be the pre New Year show. So happy New Year's, but, um, getting to that, it is going to be interesting. And, uh, you know, we got some opt outs, obviously some big name players who have sites on the draft. You know, you don't put the blame on the kids for doing this. Yeah. Um, right. From, if you get a first round grade, just go, you go. Like, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I want the best for you, bro. And both sides, like whether it's any team, whether it's the Hurricanes, or you just want obviously that person to have the best opportunity they can going into draft. First of all, you know how combine and all that goes, so they don't need any more stress with the injury or anything like that. But Roche and Phillips are going to be our guys, um, you know, starring on that roster. And uh, Chuba Hubbard, obviously, over there is, is going to be opting out. So. Yeah, um, so both teams will be missing, you know, some talent. So I don't want to look at that as an excuse. Uh, no. So we just need to go over there, whoever whoever takes the trip. Um, it's essentially like a home game to us. You know, we're in Orlando. Um, so, you know, Canes fans can make it up there. Um, so, I, you know, a lot of Canes fans, you know, it was packed against North Carolina. Not packed and like, oh, the stadium's full. But, like, you know, a lot of that 13 mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of hype for the Miami Knights jerseys. Like, you know, the it, for the capacity allowed, like, Canes fans showed up. Right. Uh, so, you know, the Canes fans, I know a couple that are going. I personally can't go, but um, I know a couple fans that are going. So I would, I want them to, you know, put a show on for them because, you know, they went last time. So Hell, yeah. And <laughs> I think, I think Canes fans don't get enough credit in the country for, like, 
being as big as we are. Like, this is a big fan base, and we're spread out. We travel well. We, we're around. I see Kane's gear everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've seen Kane's gear in North Carolina. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I was so, like, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so the, I, I, what I want, you know, with speaking of those opt-outs, you know, the bowl games are always, you know, a chance to look at the future um, of the team. Mm-hmm. You know, you play a lot of freshmen, sophomore, younger guys, you know, do get on the field. But, you know, obviously if you have seniors, you still give them their snaps and they earned it. Um, but this year with seniors, you know, being able to get eligibility again and you know, either play here or elsewhere, like we should be looking to, you know, play some more of these younger guys and seeing, okay, like who can we see, like who can make a play against Bama is who we need to find out. Um, On this what we stage. Need to find out. <laughs> exactly. Right. So we need to find out, uh, you know, who we could play against Bama and, uh, you know, who has a shot to play against Bama because uh, we just can't trot out you know, what we've been trotting out this year. And, you know, that's just a fact. Expect it to work. Compete, yeah, and expect <laughs> it to work. And, you know, I'm not you – know, obviously we'll get better off season. not saying we'll win, um, but we just need to find out who the dudes we're rolling with. Um, so a bowl game is big for that. Um, so expect to see a lot of young talent, you know, across the board, every position. You know, some kids are going to be, you know, being brought in for necessities. Um, speaking of that, we'll start at DN since you spoke about the opt-outs. You know, Jalen Phillips, go get that bag. You know, Roche was definitely never going to stay another year. He, you know, he's done enough in college in my eyes. Um, so he'll go pro and, you know, go be pro Canes. We, we love that. Um, but Jafari Harvey and Cameron Williams, you know, they're going to have to step up. Um, they were highly regarded as recruits. You know, they both, you know, had a red shirt. You know, they got some strength on them. They played, you know, this year. Um, their numbers aren't too impressive, but, you know, then again, you know, Phillips and Roche were Ironman, you know, playing 70 snaps a game. Um, so they did, you know, perform when they were in. Cam had some success early. Um, he, he does have a nice bend. You know, he had an almost sack against Louisville. Right. And, um, Hunt cleaned up. And I thought on that play, I was like, okay, like, I really like that first step. You know, and, you know, we love those big, those tall, big DNs. You know, Cam's 6'5". You know, he fits that mold <clears throat> right. uh, that, that we want. You know, Jafari is on the other side, you know, 6'4". Six, 6'4", four. Six, four, um, right. So, like, you know, we're not missing body type. Obviously, they're not going to be, you know, as good as Roche or, you know, a freak athlete like Phillips. I mean, we probably – it's going to be a long time before we see another guy like Phillips, even right. if we, you know, we recruit a five-star in their own right. Um, you know, he was just special. And uh, Russo, so as, you know yeah, exactly. Just, you know, monsters. You know, we just need to continue to stack those guys. Like, <laughs> now, I don't know. And you made a great point um, with what you were saying as far as this bowl game being a chance for these guys. And, yeah, the size the size is something that we are going to have. And then it comes with time, right? I think it comes with time where they, they learn their technique and, and put the work in. And it's not something that's inevitable for these guys, but it's definitely nothing far-fetched for you know the guys that we're bringing in we'll obviously get into the 2021 defensive class and we'll talk about some standouts there but just in general for what we have right now and what we've you know always tried to go for is the Miami mentality and and a defensive end playing for the U you know they rush with with an attitude so I'm excited to see these guys step in here on a big role big stage um they really the biggest game of the season because at this point you know, a win, a win is is a minimum, right? Yeah, um, definitely um, one of the biggest. I'll still put Clemson as the biggest game of the season just because we could have, you know, 
made a, a statement of all statements to college football. Um, but right. you know that went went. But you know, obviously, this we need to salvage the season with a win here. Um, in my opinion, it'll be hard to kind of look at this season too successful. Uh, obviously, it would be a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would, I would like to see us close. And you know, we we still have only won. I know Mark Rick Grant won that bowl game in 2016 that we just talked about. You know, the Russell Athletic Bowl now Cheese Bowl. Um, that was the last time we won one, and it was like since like 2006, like Computers Bowl against Nevada was like the previous one. So like we have like two bowl wins in the last two decades or something right. like that. Fifteen years, one in the fi- I think it's one in fifteen years or something. Yeah, like something that. crazy like that. And then we wonder why you know some kids want to just diss us, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, like why? yo, you guys are messed up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like we gotta we gotta like tighten it up. And, you know, speaking of you know DN, so we will see, need to see Harvey. And you know Williams, you know produce, um, but they're not going to be the only young guys, you know, thrown into the fire. You know, at every level, we're going to have right. young guys. You know, starting off with cornerback, um, you know, Al Blades, you know, unfortunately, you know, isn't with us for the rest of the season. Right. Um, but you know, he is where it is. He is, you know, working hard still. You know, what Blades do, um, in his film room and all that. Hopefully, he gets better. Um, soon, and you have DJ Ivy who struggled last game against UNC. It's it was it's out there. Um, really struggled getting his hands on receivers. You know he doesn't have that speed to not get his hands on people early at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a problem going against Oklahoma State that you know does have a receiving core. Right. So I'm looking, at, I'm looking at okay. I, I trust Couch. You know, I trust Couch, to be honest. For sure. Um, He's just so. obviously outsized in, in some predicaments, in most predicaments mm-hmm. on the outside, obviously. But yeah, but their better receivers are like six foot. So, you know, he can match up. Fair enough. Um, so I, I'm, I'm cool with Trout. Uh, I'm in cool with Couch. Um, but Isaiah Dunson and Marcus Clark are, are going to most likely have to play. You know, this team's going to put though, four receiver sets out there, five receiver sets yeah. at times. Steve-O. So, I know, I know you're excited like I am. <clears throat> I know you're excited, man. We're going to play a Big 12 team who wants to throw the ball. And, and not to say that they're going to go air rate because, you know, they, they run the ball really well. And that's their, that's their skis. But it's a Big 12 team at heart. And they're going to throw the ball and want to push the ball downfield. And we have the young guys being able to come in and step in. Um, are you excited to see Marcus Clark this game and see what he can do? Because you know he's going to get the snaps. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna get some snaps. I think maybe Dunson might get more snaps, but uh, he's definitely if he gets some balls thrown his way, like I'm just confident that you know if if it's there, plays there to be made, that you know he can make those plays. And and let, I know we're gonna get into it, but the ratio, <laughs> it's in his yeah. favor. Yeah, so their quarterback Spencer Sanders, you know, he did miss some time this year, so he's uh one twenty eight. Eight out of 207 pass attempts this year. That's 61.8 percentage completion rate. 1700 yards, 10 touchdowns, and eight ints. <laughs> that makes me smile. <laughs> when I called you, when I called you earlier, when I said I love the ratio. <laughs> <laughs> I love the ratio because you know the last time it looked like this. Marcus was, Clark you know, got a pick. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, on his one target, yeah. but you know, 
I'm excited for Dunson too. You know, I'm even couch like just people are gonna have to step up. They they average 233 yards passing a game, so not that much. They actually only average 413 yards. I say only just because we're in the Lashley era. <laughs> that would have been lovely <laughs> a couple years ago. Um, but they also average 194 rushing yards a game. So even with Hubbard opting out. You know, we really need to, you know, after that UNC game, there's no way you can not, you know, not be worried about the rush defense. Right. They got, <laughs> for sure. And, no and, and their, backup, no their backup, Desmond Jackson, you know, he has 526 yards on the year, only 93 carries and four touchdowns. Um, he, he had two, I'd say two big games. Like, between it all, he had two big games. He had one game, you know, where he had, 235 yards and three touchdowns on Texas Tech. And then they had uh, 118 t- uh, yards and a touchdown versus TCU. Other games were, were just, you know, Chuba Hubbard was getting his load in. But he's dangerous, and he, he shows that he can run the ball um, yeah. at a, at a he, persistent level. Yeah. He's a take-of-the-distance type of back. Um, so I fully expect Oklahoma State to run some type of counter play after counter play after counter play. And just see if we can stop it, because um, mm-hmm. that's what UNC did. Uh, they're definitely they're like, why make it hard? They're gonna run at us for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying, they're gonna try to see sneak us up, and then try to hit those big shots down the field. Um, it's, it, it's just in their DNA. They're gonna take the shots, even if they're not, you know, throwing fifty balls a game. You know, they they if they throw thirty five, you know, more likely or not, you know, fifteen to twenty of them are gonna be past ten to fifteen yards. Um, that's just how they operate, and it's just. We really need to be sound. Mm-hmm. Like, be sound. The coaching staff he wants to say, you know, like Blake Baker, you know, he wants to say, you know, wants the team to perform and show that the UNC UNC game was an outlier. Like, yeah, and and of course they have to, but and and for his sake, most definitely. <laughs> but I, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for the game in the sense of. You know, being able to see our defense come back out and give one more last glimpse of, you know, a 2021 preview per se or whatever. But just let us leave on a lasting impression of of positivity because they know that what happened two weeks ago, I think that was two weeks ago versus UNC now, um, you know, that that was embarrassing and one of the worst things to ever happen. And and I'm sure it felt horrible for them. So this is their chance to to redeem and, and uh show that, you know, the you on the side of the helmet comes with pride. And not to say they – because they didn't play with a lot of pride in that game. But yeah, as a team – They played with pride throughout the season, but not UNC. Right. They played with a lot of pride throughout the season, and they showed, you know, their battle. So I think this is just another testament where they're going to be able to show that um, they're, they're, they're warriors. And, and I think DJ Ivy doesn't have, you know, a, a bad game. I, I'm excited for him to play with some confidence. I think the holidays might help the fact that, you know, he's probably around some good energy just personally. So mentally he wasn't just isolating two weeks. You know, coronavirus has been going around. All this kind of matters. So I feel like if he can come out there with some confidence, it, it, it can be a good thing. Yeah, well, we need him. And, uh, exactly. Yeah, you never want to play. Like, I, we, I've, one thing I don't like about some fans is, you want the young players to play, but you don't want it just because you want the older players to not play good enough. We should want <laughs> all the players to play great, right. and then you know just let the best man win. Um, so I, I would love to see DJ Ivy have a bounce back game. You know we need his size. You know like we spoke about. You know 
these freshmen, you know, like Dunson, 6'2", but he doesn't have the strength that Ivy has. He's right. a junior. He's been in the weight room for three years. So, you know, that, that frame at 6'1", you know, they have some receivers, you know, like Spencer Sanders might not be the best quarterback, um, but he, he has some weapons, you know, starting with Wallace, who opted in to play. It's funny now if you have to opt in to play for bowl games. <laughs> um, but, you know, but I respect the decisions. Go get that money. Um, but, you know, he is a weapon with 53 grabs, 877 yards, six tugs. Right. Uh, that's touchdowns, guys. And then 16.5 yards per catch. That's what catches my eye. That's explosive. Remember mm-hmm. what I said? They're going to like 15 to 20 of those passes out of 35 are going to be past 10 yards. Like they push the ball when they throw it. And it's because, you know, they do get that run game going. And when you get that run game going, that's, you know, that's the type of balance we're trying to get on offense, to be honest. Uh with our running game, that's kind of what's holding our offense back um, from being truly elite. Um, so we, we need to get the running game going so we can get vertical like that. And, it, you know, they have Dylan Stoner, you know, who has 37 catches, 530 yards, three touchdowns. He's averaging 14.3 a catch. So, you know, they're getting vertical with their routes. So we have to make sure we're sound. And, you know, DJ Ivy is going to lead that, that charge for us at cornerback. I would love to see it. Yeah, for sure. And and I think it's going to be a key point that we get a lot of pressure up front in the middle. Nesta, I think Nesta has to have a big game here. Um, he's going to be important where he's a leader on that line of scrimmage, right? And you got two young guys on the outside. We're going to have to figure out a way to get to the quarterback when we need to. And we got to worry about this run game. So – if he can clog that up and kind of just just dominate his his position, that's going to help the DBs one even more, um, and and the linebackers as well. We we know that. Speaking of linebackers, they're saying you know McLeod at DN, and and if that's what he's going to bring to the table at a at a, at a you know at a good. <laughs> How do I say yeah, that? I you know, mean, if he's going to be good at that or, or or help us there, then of course. I, I mean, they said he'll be playing, you know, we he'll probably play some snaps at backer and the end. Um, you know, I'm all for it, bro. Like, you know, we need some size up there. You know, we don't have – we need to rotate four guys. Mm-hmm. And we really only have three. So if you're going to – if, you know, if McLeod on the line is better than Patrick Joyner, who would be your fourth, then, yeah, like put him there. You know, he, he, stu- he struggles to play in space more than he struggles to make tackles. You know, he struggles to make tackles when he can't put himself in position to make tackles. Mm-hmm. It's not like he, like, lets people go all the time and breaks his tackles. He's right. always taking – so I would say, okay, you know, he's been in the weight room for five years. He could probably hold his point of attack better than anybody else mm-hmm. that we're going to try it out there. So, again, I would want him to do well. And, um, you know, it's, it's just tragic. I wrote on Twitter, you know, like, you know, being a freshman, being a part of that Bermuda Triangle and, you know, having all the hopes in the world from us you know, from the fan base, you know, mm-hmm. to go to like how the fan base use him now, it would be nice to see him perform well. And then maybe even see him in that role moving forward with us or maybe somewhere else, you know, you never know. Um, but, you know, if TN is a few, has, you know, if he plays good at DN, you never know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it's a position that you always need. You need somebody rushing the quarterback and you also, you also need depth at that position if you want to be elite too. Um, so, that's going to be interesting just to see 53, you know, <laughs> getting up, getting around that edge and, and holding that ground. Um, it's a, it's a young linebacker. 
will be out there, you know, when he takes those DN snaps. Right. So now expect to see flag. Talking about linebackers, uh, Oklahoma State, you mentioned to me earlier, you know, their linebackers come with a, a speedy price. And and that's going to factor in where, where De'Ara King uh, won, you know, with the read option. It's going to be interesting when when he keeps, you know, are they going to be able to keep up with them? Are they going to be fast enough? I don't I don't know that anybody's as elusive and, and able to keep up with King, but. Uh, in a one-on-one, but if they can get there, you know, with their speed, uh, that can be a, an issue for King and also him finding a Brevin Jordan isn't going to be as easy, you know, as, as typical weeks. Um, I, I do respect their speed at linebacker. Um, you, you can't, you can't deny it. Uh, they, they do have some athletes, hybrid type athletes at linebacker. Um, like what I told you earlier, um, we were talking when I was telling you about them, um, they're going to be the, better matchups for Brevin and Mallory than anybody else since Clemson. Mm-hmm. So athletic wise. So they're really going to need to be, you know, keen with their route running, you know, make contested catches when they come, you know, not everything's probably going to be wide open. Um, so they're going to need to make these plays. And, you know, speaking of the read option, like, you know, most guys can, you know, can catch some guys, um, but sometimes King could just find another gear or make a move. Mm-hmm. So like he's gonna have to have to do that today. You know he won't be able to make it look easy uh, running past them. So he's gonna have to you know make something happen. And I, I believe he's that type of dude to make it happen for sure. Um, that I'm excited to see that. And we should just offensively like they have a great, not great, but you know good, pretty good back seven. Not gonna lie, starting with the speed at linebacker to you know continuity and you know on the back end um they don't get real you know they don't give up much busted coverages mm-hmm. so that's good to so that's that sound effects yeah we need to attack them and then like we have the horses to attack them you know we can hand that ball off we need to be able to block and push you know we can hand that ball off to cam hand it off to cheney and uh let those two go loose and you know whoever earns more snaps throughout the game you know feed the hot hand you know, because we have to be able to run the ball. Yeah, and and I didn't bring up running the ball yet, or I didn't. <laughs> I would have let you do it because I don't know that we're gonna have a great day running the ball. Um, it, it's not something that's a norm. It's not something that it seems like we're we're finding success at. So to say that you know it, it's gonna come at an ease, like you know if we run the ball and and da da da, we can take shots. I don't think it, it's that easy. I think that we have to establish the run. And I think that's going to be one of the biggest key components in this game offensively to try to win because the defense is going to be having to hold their own and having their, you know, their, their time with their pro not problems, but uh, their, their task. Right There's now, yeah, they're, be able to, you know, right. And, and on offense, we know what we have with King and his ability to find our receivers deep ability to find our tight ends and ability to take off on feet. But, when that run game is just at a standstill, which I don't expect it to be at a standstill per se, but it has to be something where, okay, either Cam or Cheney has to get going, find a rhythm so that, you know, it can put I, them I both. on yeah, their, yeah both. even both, but they have to be unbalanced as a defense or at least on their, on the back of their feet at times uh, so that we can explode and make those plays, you know, down the field, Harley deep shots or Wiggins, if you would like. <laughs> Yeah, so like, like, I mean, I, I, I'm saying like, you know, we need to try to push the tempo, get around 80 snaps, you know, let a guy get 15 carries and, you know, the minimum better be 85 yards. Like, I need more than that. Like, 
whoever get 15 carries or more, like, you know, I need, I need a Hano. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not even care which one it is. You know, I believe in Cheney. I believe in Cam. Whoever, whoever the coaching staff believes in that, you know, game day and hands that ball off to, I need, I need production. Exactly. Um, I don't, I don't need faith no more. I, I need production. And, and um, it starts so on the whole line. Yeah, it does start in the O line, but it also starts scheme wise. Like we need to throw <laughs> to run. So and you know, as you mentioned, you know, King does bring a lot to the tables. Um, but you know, that deep ball, he's still, you know, struggling to throw it with anticipation and early. He's under throwing our receivers a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the narrative is, you know, they don't fight for the ball. But you know, at the same time, you know, that's not really who they are. They're they're the type of receivers to get behind guys and they're getting right. behind them. You know, consistently. The ball has to like, be there. The ball has to be there. Um, so hopefully the bowl practices, you know, more time to work on things like that. Um, so I would like to see, a, you know, a deep ball. You know, he's been connecting with Harley, you know, so I would like to see him, you know, other than NC State, he connected on deep ball with Pope and uh, Wiggins in the same game. So I would like to see, you know, him connect on deep balls, you know, with different receivers right. at one time. You know, that being Brevin, Mallory, any of these freshman receivers, maybe Keyshawn Smith, you know, they put him in for his speed, Michael Redding, Jeremiah Payton, you know, you don't know, you know, how, you know, how these freshman receivers are going to get rotated in due to the bowl game. Right. You know, my opinion thinks the snap rolls out just to, you know, the upperclassmen. Yeah, the typical, right? Yeah, but like just hoping that, you know, that it's bowl season, like, you know, they're going to, you know, get these guys 10, 15 snaps. You know, I would like to see Keyshawn Smith on the field 15 snaps. Like, right, it shouldn't right. be hard. It shouldn't be hard to get a guy like him on the field for 15 snaps. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, go run deep for 10 of them. You know, he might catch two. <laughs> like, right. So, like, I would like to see that. I would like to see Peyton, um, you know, get some snaps, you know. Uh, you know, pass, that's why I spread the wealth. And, you yes, know, that's sir. what makes the, you know, the receiving core special, a receiving core special, is, you know, when you can spread that wealth. Uh, yeah, so I mean, we got bowl game later on. Um, we are hoping we win. I want to close this out with, you know, our key players um, defensively. Who you who you got for this game? Key players. You can give me two um, that you think have to have a big impact if we want to win on defense. Uh, it's okay. I, I I'll give you two. Um, both of them. I was gonna have to pick Harvey and Cam Williams, but I'll switch one. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna pick Cam Williams. I I'm pers- I love Harvey. I'm mm-hmm. personally actually really high on Cam Williams, and um, I don't. I, I I'm just excited about him. He's okay. somebody I'd, I'd watch out for. Can't he's gonna have to set the edge. He's gonna have to bring in that pass rushing presence. Um, so I'm excited for Cam Williams. You know, and you know, what he brings to the table. So uh, I would say he needs to have a big game. Obviously, with Roche and Phillips opting out, like right. we're gonna need a big game from him. You know, either one of them. But I'm just picking Cam. Uh, and then Bubba Bolden would be my second. <laughs> like we, we just need you, man. We can, we need you on the back both, end. Can we both yeah. pick Bubba Bolden? <laughs> Bro, like we need you, fam. Like if, you know, we we need plays on the ball in the air. I need that Florida State breaking on the ball, but like. <laughs> coming from yeah and i mean honestly yeah. this is this i need is, that i need that that dog this is prime time right so we we are in our bowl game it's a redeem it's a redemption game bubba boda we, we we've been kind of expl- ex- waiting for you to explode in the last few weeks playing consistent football 
always playing, you know, hard-nosed football, always finding his way to the ball. Here and there had a few hiccups, but I feel like this is where he puts it all together, realizes what all season has been, had two weeks to take off, get ready mentally, physically. I think that Bubba Bowden sets the tone on the defensive side. But my old, uh, my old boy, uh, Nesta Silvera, I think, I think he understands how important this game is too because he's going to become – He's big dog, be, right? Yeah, he's, he's big dog on the line. Big dog. So right now, sure. you you gotta you gotta step up, and you're in the middle where we're playing a run team. We're not playing the biggest pass team. So not, not just a run team; they run power run. Right. So they're coming at you. So we got to make sure that we set a tone as upperclassmen or leaders or whatever you want to say, because uh, I know that he he loves that physical football and that hard nosed football. Uh, but I, I want to see it like yeah, really I heavy need, this game. I need to see him, you know, make plays early mm-hmm. and then feed off that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when Silv- so when when Silvera makes plays early in games, you know, he tends to you know just in this one. you see his name pop, you know, throughout the game. Inspiring. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm I'm very hyped for Silvera. He's definitely going to need a big game. You know, you know we need a big game from all eleven. You know, every position needs to respond, you know, after you know, allowing 62 points. You know, there's just no way around it. Every position needs to respond. So who do you say we'll, – we'll go offensively. Just one person will say, uh, who's your breakout on offense? Who's the breakout? Uh, it, it's got to be Harley. Like, I, I just don't think – you know, their linebackers <laughs> are good matchups for the tight ends, but they're not good matchups for Harley. Um, when, when they struggled to cover receivers – it's not they're good at they're better at covering tight ends who not have as much moves. Yeah. Um they're just, you know, you know, bigger and faster, but you know, those those linebackers have the speed and a little bit size to keep up. Um, but no, they cannot stick with a guy like Hardy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I, not even I seen the I seen the tape and you know, they struggle with double moves, they struggle with, you know, hesities, hesitations on drags, hesitation on digs, you know, hesitation on quick outs, you know. Letting the cornerback bail um, with the receiver on the outside who's streaking, right. you know, getting a hesitation and boom it, you know, straight to the flat, like you know those type of routes that you know we can get hardly that ball quick and yeah they and and they're, even Pope like I mean our wide receivers are quick on their feet so um, having that advantage is definitely going to benefit us. I know Harley is the easy answer and I, I'll say Harley obviously from the back of my mind, but just just to have some fun. I think Brevin Jordan would be fun um, for him to show why he is a first-round talent, why he's one of the best tight ends in the nation. I think this is a big game. Like, I mean, I guess, you know, yeah, they have some quick tight ends, uh, excuse me, some quick linebackers and some good defenders over there. But you're Brevin Jordan, right? You're healthy, right? Like, that shouldn't be, you know, you have a quarterback. Like, that shouldn't be, you know, the narrative, oh, you know, we played this team. Obviously, the game plan is a different story. Lashley sees what he likes and – doesn't like that's different, but if you see what you want to attack and you're getting it, you know you got to keep feeding. So it's it'll be fun to see Brevin's ability to make himself available versus you know a pretty good defense and uh, one of the best in the nation, really. Yeah, so um, I expect Brevin to be reliable. And make plays down the field. Like I just need to. I, I I understand you can catch these swing passes. You know, go ten fifteen. 
Um, but I need you to catch balls 10, 15 downfield. Yeah. Um, I, I just need you to – I need them to put safeties on you off the line of scrimmage yeah. because you're tearing linebackers up. Like, you know, I, I need somebody sitting over you so, you know, that guy's late rotating over if you know, they want to throw a deep ball to the outside. You know, he's two. You know, he's looking at Brevin, who's been co- toasting this man. And, you know, the outside guy, you know, might streak. You know, he could hold, King could hold that safety. And then, boom, I'm outside with it. Let right. it go. Um, so I, I would I would love if Brevin or Jordan had that type of game. You know, same thing with Harley. You know, you can produce in the middle, you know, keep that safety on that hash. You know, games can be won on that outside yes, with one-on-one play. Yes, sir. Well, that's Steve-O, 365 Steve-O talking that shit. Excuse me. You know, it's just been a good end to the year. Um, you know, I get a little hype when it's receiving uh, talk. For sure. <laughs> I appreciate it. So I know, you know, listeners who we also appreciate, appreciate it. Um, so shout out to the listeners. Uh, we do appreciate you guys for listening and taking the time with us. Watch us, uh, watch us cut up that film and and see Steve-O's work there on, on on those film reviews on Twitter. So follow us on Twitter at 365CanesInfo. We'll have um, the defensive recruiting 2021 class get taken care of squared away, and we're also going to do post game. So after the game, be sure to check that out at 365CanesInfo. Thank you guys for listening. All right, good night, y'all. Yo yo.